Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. On the 7th of July 2020, Turkey ordered the reversion of Hagia Sophia from a museum back into a masjid. Now, this reversion has caused a lot of discussion amongst Muslims and non-Muslims. Questions are being asked, should the Ottomans have originally changed a church into a masjid? Was this the right thing to do? Is it right to reconvert back into a masjid? How should the reversion of Hagia Sophia be viewed? Let's take a look. Hagia Sophia answering the critics. Hagia Sophia was not just a church. We should not try and reinterpret what Hagia Sophia was then according to how we view a church now. This was a pre-secular world where Christianity played a political role. The large churches and cathedrals of those days are not like those of today, which are devoid of political significance. The Hagia Sophia was not just a church, but the most important symbol of Byzantium, in the most important city of the empire. It is more akin to the White House in America or the Parliament buildings in London or the Kremlin in Moscow or even the Reichstag of former Nazi Germany. These buildings are political and symbolic. No one today would say the Reichstag should have remained after the fall of Nazi Germany. In 1453, the church had not separated from the state. Hagia Sophia was the base and symbol for the Byzantium Empire. So for any liberating power, it is natural the capital and its political institutions are taken. But the magnanimous Al-Fatih didn't do that. It is reported he purchased it. So what about the objections from the West? As Muslims, they are not worthy of a response. And let me explain why that is. According to their own standards, Each nation must respect the sovereignty of another nation. The internal affairs of one nation are of no concern to another nation. So the concern is not about the church, but the rise of Islam. Hagia Sophia was converted into a museum by Ataturk in 1934. No concern was raised by the Christians in the West, and it has been over 80 years. And to be consistent, Will they return the many masajid that were destroyed and repurposed in Spain? It's been 500 years. They've had plenty of time to write that wrong. And what about the many churches in the West that have been converted into bars, clubs, restaurants and even flats? And had it not been for the Muslims, none would have remained as places of worship. It's not the church they are concerned about, but the de-secularization of the Muslim world. The real concern is the unraveling of Kamalism in Turkey and the rise of Islamic sentiments around the Muslim world. The rulers in these countries have to appease this to win and to maintain support of their own people. It is not Christianity they are worried about, but rather the desecularization of the Muslim world. No one in the Muslim world should pay any attention to the crocodile tears of the West over Hagia Sophia. Where was their concern when they bombed Masajid in Iraq and Afghanistan? 
They didn't even spare the museums looting its artifacts and unashamedly bringing them back to the West for display. Their concern is not sincere, but politically motivated, and this is evident from the rank hypocrisy. Muhammad al-Fatih, as a liberator, could have taken Hagia Sophia, but he didn't. The objections are bogus and disingenuous. Even though it belonged to the Muslims, the magnanimous al-Fatih purchased it out of courtesy and made it into a waqf. The Greek, the Greek Orthodox Pope sold it to al-Fatih. He accepted a generous sum for it. The document proving the sale is still existent today and on display in the Hagia Sophia. The new Muslim population needed a new masjid and buying the dilapidated Hagia Sophia was quicker than building a new masjid. And let's not forget that point, that the building was dilapidated and neglected. Constantinople itself had been neglected during the latter period of Byzantium rule. The Catholic Crusaders had sacked the city, destroying it and causing its people to flee. It is Muhammad al-Fatih who, who invited Christians and Jews to come and repopulate the city. Islam didn't come to wipe out Christians and Jews, unlike the Christian Crusaders, what they did in Palestine and the Spanish Christians did in Spain and what the Zionists are doing today in Palestine. Islam came to remove oppressive empires and oppressive rule and invite people to leave the darkness and enter the light of Islam. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.